How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. In this episode, we talk about anxiety, how it's different from stress, and what you can do to deal with it. Please make sure you've got your headphones on and all is clear because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. So today's song is called Underdog by a group named Nerds. It's ridiculously fast paced and it's got a bomb beat. So I thought it kind of perfectly embodied the idea behind today's show topic. Enjoy and let's jump into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and the word anxiety is searched in Google an average of 5 million times per month. That's over 166,000 times every single day. Not surprisingly, 51% of those searches are coming from the United States. The fact is, we've created a world for ourselves that leaves us anxious. Why is that? Anxiety is an emotional response that was originally meant to protect us from potential dangers by making us more cautious. In the U.S. especially, we don't experience many dangers on a daily basis, so why are we so anxious all the time? There's research to show that the the climb-the-ladder lifestyle we've created for ourselves is a big contributor to our anxiety, but I won't get too far into that aspect of things right now. Stay tuned for a future episode. For now, I want to talk about four things. Number one, what is anxiety? Number two, how is anxiety different from stress? Number three, what does anxiety do to our ability to perform? And number four, what can we do to find a good balance? Let's jump into it. The dictionary definition says that anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. In other words, we feel anxious when we feel out of control. If we don't have all the details, or even if we just aren't the decision makers, anxiety can rear its ugly head. And this makes sense. As I said earlier, anxiety was originally a function designed to protect us. Whenever we identified a potential danger, anxiety would kick in to heighten our senses and increase our perception. This allowed us to make careful decisions that would increase the chances of survival. Actually, when you think about it that way, anxiety is basically a superpower. That's freaking awesome, right? 
But wait, you might say, we just learned all about stress in yesterday's episode. Isn't anxiety basically the same thing? The answer to that is that it's very close, but there is a key difference. In a 2013 article titled, What Anxiety Does to Your Brain and What You Can Do About It by Dr. Mercola, he writes about the differences between anxiety and stress. Quote, anxiety does evoke the same fight or flight response that stress does, which means like stress, anxiety will trigger a flood of stress hormones like cortisol designed to enhance your speed, reflexes, heart rate and circulation. However, stress can occur with feelings of anger, sadness or even happiness and excitement. Anxiety, on the other hand, virtually always involves a sense of fear, dread or apprehension. And while stress may occur due to an external source, like an argument with your spouse, anxiety tends to be a more internal response, end quote. So anxiety is different in that it tends to be more preventative and internal, happening prior to an event rather than in response to it. Now, you can find a link to that article in the resources, but there is one key question here. Anxiety is a mechanism designed to protect us from potential dangers. It can be viewed as a superpower, and it happens as a preventative measure given us time to act before something happens. So what's the problem? What's so bad about anxiety? On the surface, it looks as though there are really no drawbacks to this, and to an extent, there isn't. Anxiety is like a pack of Sour Patch Kids. It's an essential part of life and we couldn't function without it. But unlike Sour Patch Kids, there is a point where too much anxiety becomes more harmful than beneficial. In a 2014 article on the Harvard Business Review titled The Relationship Between Anxiety and Performance, Scott Stossel writes, an influential study conducted a hundred years ago by two Harvard psychologists, Robert M. Yerkes and John Dillingham Dotson, demonstrated that moderate levels of anxiety improve performance in humans and animals. Too much anxiety, obviously, impairs performance, but so does too little. Their findings have been experimentally demonstrated in both animals and humans many times since then. End quote. Anxiety causes us to be careful. It slows us down and allows us to gather more information before we decide. This is great if we're, say, standing on the edge of a cliff. Even in everyday life, it can be beneficial as a part of our jobs, our relationships, and our overall experiences. But everyday life doesn't always involve standing on cliffs, and so slowing down our decision-making ability isn't always the best. Often, it can lead to complete inactivity or underactivity due to a feeling of not having all of the information. You can find this article linked up in the resources, but the number one point that I'm getting from it is that it's about finding a balance. Just like with everything in life, with the exception of Sour Patch Kids, we need a healthy balance between not enough anxiety and too much anxiety in order to perform at our best every day. How do we find that balance? The following is an excerpt from an article titled Five Steps to Find Your Inner Balance and Feel Less Anxious. It was published on tinybuddha.com by Jessica Margaret Fessenden. Okay, so she says, one, stop being busy. Busyness isn't a packed to-do list. It's a mentality. If you want to be busy, things you love to do and even otherwise relaxing activities can grow overwhelming as you turn them into tasks. Two, learn when to let chances pass. Opportunities knock, but not all of them are right for you. Job offers will come, friendships will be formed, and investments will be proposed. Not all of them need to be taken. Three, recognize external pressure. 
Not every problem you face is your problem to solve. Friends, family members, and coworkers may inadvertently push their problems onto your shoulders to bear, but you really don't need to accept it. Four, stop rushing. No one has the right to dictate how anyone else spends their time. You move at your own pace and I at mine. We all have destinations we are striving to reach, whether they are physical, emotional, or even in our career. There are things to learn along the way, so don't rush the process. Five, accept the present. The present is the center. To find balance, you have to accept the moment you are living in now. The past has already played out and the future will unravel as it comes. The time worth thinking about is now. End quote. And some additional ways to keep ourselves balanced is to find a meditative practice, such as meditation, journaling, coloring, yoga, or fitness. I spoke about these back in episodes four and five of the show, so I'd suggest you go and check those out if this is a path that you want to follow. Now, I want to take a moment to be very clear here. Too much anxiety is recognized as an emotional disorder caused by chemical imbalances. Nothing I've mentioned above is meant to be a replacement for going and speaking to your healthcare provider. The above options are ways that we can all move towards finding balance in our lives. But if you think that you may have an issue or if you think someone around you may have an issue that is greater than what the above can handle, I'd urge you to go and speak to someone who knows far more about this topic than I do. Okay, so let's get into the quest for today. Welcome to the quest section, formerly known as the challenge. For those of you who maybe haven't heard yesterday's episode, let me briefly reiterate that from now on, we're going to be playing a game. Each day, you'll receive a new quest worth a specific amount of experience points. To turn in the quest, you must complete the task, take a picture, and upload it to Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag MyTinyLeaps. As you complete quests and gain experience points, I'll keep track of the players and add it to the site so that we can keep track of our levels. So here we go. Today's quest is to take a photo of something that represents anxiety for you. It doesn't have to be anything deep. Just snap a pic and you're done. For example, if your job makes you feel anxious, you may take a photo of a coffee cup or a keyboard or even an office chair. Upload it to Instagram with the hashtag MyTinyLeaps and briefly explain what it's meant to represent. This quest is worth 10 experience points. Ready? Let's go. I'll be paying attention to who plays and I'll be updating the website next week. Today's book recommendation is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I'll be honest, anxiety may be a huge issue in your life. I get it. This book shows us how we can turn our greatest obstacles into the path for success by adopting a stoic philosophy towards life. It's a great read that goes by crazy fast, so pick it up and start reading today. If you'd like to get a free audio version of the book, you can do so by going to tinyleapsbook.com and signing up for a free trial of Audible. You can cancel your account at any time. So honestly, it's a great way to get a free book. And who knows, you may end up loving it just like I do. That's it for episode 15. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show so far, the greatest compliment you could pay is to leave a rating and review on iTunes and then subscribe to get future episodes. Here's a great review by a listener named Laura. I love that the information provided was backed by research and there were clear actionable steps laid out I can take to implement the tip for immediate value. Keep it up. I will be keeping it up. Thank you so much, Laura. 
If you'd like to have your review read on the show, go ahead and leave one because I'll be doing this every day. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Okay, I kick slows, nigga, judo. Kudos to the people that be saying that I'm new, though. Always been a fat bars, rap game sumo. Taking up the sixes on the roof of one uno. I'm so official, no whistle. But blowing those for those that told crystal. Unfolded the dough for those that get